Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and women's life coach, where I help women to harness the power of their period and connect back to their true superpowers. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, vaginas, hormones, women's health, sex, confidence, food, femininity, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't seem to have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are too afraid to say, but everyone is thinking. Hello, sexy ladies. Welcome back. Oh, has it been a while? I don't know whether it's been a while. I lose track sometimes. Um, I am currently back in Sydney and I actually want to talk to you guys about this because I had so much resistance coming home um, to Sydney. So like I had resistance going to LA because I like do not like LA. Um, I just, I feel like it's maybe a good place to live, but like not for like a not a tourist. I don't like to call myself a tourist. I fucking hate tourists. Like, lol, because I am one. But um, it's just like one of those places where it's like really hard to get around. Everything's super spread out. It's like you've got nice areas, super dodgy areas. It's just like not my vibe. Anyway, um, we know me. I'm a city girl. I love the city and then I love the mountains. So quick recap. So we were in LA and we went to Lake Tahoe and we got snowed in. You would have seen this on my Instagram story. And if you haven't, you can probably go to one of my highlights and it's still there depending when you're watching this. Um, And we got snowed in and it was honestly the most magical time. Snow for me is just like the – it's an anchor to take you back to my childhood. So an anchor is an NLP term, a neuro-linguistic programming term um, that like you do in coaching and stuff. I do a lot of NLP stuff. And um, it's an anchor for me to be taken back to my childhood. My brain remembers it and it's just like super amazing. And then also I was talking to a friend friend um and he's also like a coach for males he's very very intuitive like crazy intuitive it's amazing and um and I was saying to him about how like I also love the snow because like you know and I love winter I love winter because winter is like yin like in our cycle right the winter time is our period it's our yin time so yin is in the feminine um it's cozy it's nurturing it's warm and that's all the really feminine things um and I love that so much it's funny because obviously there's a really big part of me that really craves that feminine connection to myself um, because, you know, I am a woman and I, my core is feminine. So I love everything that connects me to my feminine. Um, but then also he was saying how like the snow is like so pure and it's so fragile and, um, you know, you fall into it and it just catches you. And it's so giving um, in terms of like when you fall into it, it just catches you. It's soft. It's, you know, delicate, like all those feminine things. And I'm just like, oh, yes. Anyway, it was incredible. Um, so I had a lot of resistance to actually coming back to Sydney. I was excited for the plane ride because it meant like I could read for 14 hours and sleep. Um, but honestly it was like, I really did not want to come back to Sydney. And as soon as we landed, it was like, okay, it felt like we were on another holiday because we like arrived and it was hot outside and it just was like really hot actually. And it just felt like we were on another holiday, um, to like some tropical place now. But, um, yeah, a lot of resistance. I mean, the positive part of it was like, it's coming back and having that routine and stuff. And I'm going to be talking about us all in the podcast today, but, um, yeah, it was just really interesting to have all this resistance to coming back home and I have resistance to that and other areas of my life, but then no resistance to like the areas people would think I had resistance to. So we're just going to sort of unpack that and go through that. Um, so, um, yeah, basically that what I, what I wanted to mention as well was that I can notice that my energy is so different being here in Sydney as opposed to like Lake Tahoe and in and New York where it was winter. So again, that also brings up the resistance of like, I want that energy back. And I know that you are responsible for your energy and you can create your own energy, but at the end of the day, your external environment does impact your, 
um, energy and your energetic field and that external environment of the snow and stuff just like lights me the fuck up I'm already like okay when can I next get a winter like how soon and if I wasn't um needing to come home for my surgery on my leg then um and if you haven't listened to my youtube video about my ski accident you can listen to it it's on my um youtube um but yeah if I didn't have to come home for my surgery I would have flown back to New York and stayed there um for as long as I could have until my Esther expired. Um, but yeah, so I've noticed that since being home, I've been a little bit more down, lower energy. And when I say lower energy, it's actually still really high for most people. And, um, I've been having like liquid Shisandra, which is fucking insane. It's like, oh my God, my brain is on fire all the time. Although today I'm going to try not to have it because I don't want like to get, um, my body to get used to it or maybe get addicted because I feel like I absolutely could get addicted to that stuff because I bought it at one in LA. Um, cause in America it's easy to get like liquid herbs that in Australia and it is like so fucking amazing for your focus and brain concentration. So I'm loving that stuff and I'm going to actually get, um, uh, the founder of Holy Mountain, which is the herbs that I, the adaptogens and mushrooms that I use in my elixirs. Um, I'm actually going to hopefully get her on the podcast to talk more about adaptogens because she is the pro in that area, more pro than me. I know quite a bit about them, but um, she's like the expert in that area. And I want her to talk about her amazing products that I love and use. And um, they're, ba- they're made in Melbourne, all that jazz. And I want for my Aussie ladies to be able to support little companies because I love supporting the little guys. Um, yeah. So also since moving back to Sydney, like it's only been like what, three days. But I also just feel a little bit heavier in my body, not as light and airy. Um, I just feel a little bit more like dense. Um, whereas in New York and stuff, I just felt, I just felt like I was walking on a cloud all the time and really light. I'm definitely a little bit less grounded and less, um, peaceful here. Um, and this can be from many things, you know, like you've got those everyday stresses. You've got, uh, I've got like more stress probably here than I do in New York because, you know, you've got like flatmates to deal with. You've got, you know, um, bills to pay. You've got physio appointments to make. There is definitely more stresses. Whereas when you're like in a different city, you don't have those obligations. It's a little bit easier. And it's really made me realize about when I do go back to New York, cause I've already booked my flight back to New York. Um, when I'm back living there in for August, September, maybe October. Um, well actually no, I've got the retreat in October that I'm running with Asti. And if you haven't already booked in your discovery call, please do so. Um, but I'm going to be living there for as long as I can in like August, September. Sorry, I just need a sip of tea. Um, I've also gotten hooked on Earl Grey tea since like having the bougie life and like sitting in hotel lobbies and drinking tea out of a teapot. Anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, you've got like more everyday stresses here. So uh, I'm excited. I want to know what, what I was saying was it's definitely made me realize that like simplicity is key. And if you can pay more money to keep your vibration higher, it's so worth it. So like having an apartment in New York where like the Wi-Fi is paid for, the the I don't have to deal with maintenance men. I've got cleaners that, all, that are like included that come every day. Like those sort of things just add to your life. And yes, you pay a bit extra for that. But at the end of the day, I'm constantly in a high vibration. And like to me, that's so key, especially with my work and stuff. And giving the value to my clients. Um, so I guess, you know, with being back in Sydney, I'm definitely trying to enjoy my time here and be as present as possible and grateful for my life here. I'm super grateful for my life here. Um, I'm very fortunate, all that jazz. I mean, Australia is in a beautiful country and, um, a very well off country. Um, and of course I am enjoying the routine I have here, you know, so I'm truly trying to work at looking at things these way, this way. And it, of course, by actually looking at why you need X, Y, and Z, it does reduce your resistance to that certain thing. So for example, like I, I have, oh, yawn. <sighs> Sorry. I have no resistance to 
my next leg surgery purely because um, I am excited for the results. I'm excited for not being in pain um, when I'm walking around. I'm excited for being able to like put my shoe on normally and put my pants on normally and step out of the shower without it being painful, like all those little things. So when you actually have got enough of an incentive, it will reduce your resistance. So just try flipping those things. Um, And Also, I've got no resistance to my next surgery because I know the downfalls will pass. Um, It's going to be interesting actually to notice how my recovery is through the next surgery because I'm going to go in with no resistance. Whereas my last two surgeries on my leg, I definitely had a lot of resistance to going in and I'm going to have no resistance. So it'll be interesting to see how that will play out. Um, I also, of course, know that the downsides will pass. So even now in Sydney, it's like, okay, well, and I'm not trying to escape or anything, but I've got things to look forward to. I'm going to Melbourne next week for my surgery. So I'll be able to have some beautiful family time and some air conditioning um, and see my dog Peanut when she's so fucking cute. Um, you know, I'll then after that, I'll be able to, um, you know, I've got Europe in the middle of the year to look forward to. Then I've got New York and then I'm going skiing at the end of the year. Like I, I've got things to look forward to and I work through the resistance by actually going, okay, but by working through this, what is it going to give me? So by working through the resistance towards my leg, it's going to give me another operation. Okay. Maybe a downfall, but if I look at it as a positive way, it's going to give me a leg that's fully operating and working and that's not in pain. And if I can look at Sydney in a way that's like with that, with that resistance, of like, it gives me a chance to just like be at home. I've got a home. I'm not always traveling. Um, all that jazz. I've got an ocean nearby me. I've got familiar surroundings. I've got a familiar supermarket. I've got that routine, which I do actually like having routine. Um, looking at all of those things in a really positive light. Um, so also just looking at the wins that you're going to get from situations is really important as well. So of course, with my leg surgery, like I'm going to have a little bit of worry that it won't help and that I will still have pain, but I know the power of the placebo. So I'm going to work and make sure that I'm tricking my brain to think that the surgery will work and that I'm going to be invincible afterwards. Like that's what I'm telling myself instead of going in there with fear and with resistance, because after all, what you resist persists. And it was funny. I really resisted my second surgery and it persisted to the point where I had to have it. So yeah, that was interesting. Um, you know, another thing is like, it's also an opportunity even for my ski accident or even just like coming back to Sydney that, you know, those things are an opportunity for me and for you guys, my audience to be able to see me in a more vulnerable state where things aren't so rosy all the time, because my life is rosy majority of the time. I have, do not get me wrong. If you know my story, I have had some serious shit years. Um, but that is over now. And I truly, you know, believe that it's because of my change in mindset and my change of vibration and my energetic work that I've done on myself. Um, and my connecting to my feminine, holy fuck, was it connecting to my feminine? Um, and now that I have done all those things and I of course continue to work through them and maintain them, um, I'm not going to have any more shit years, but trust me, I've been through my shit years. My whole family has been through the shit years. Um, so I'm, I am very aware though that my Instagram, like my stories and my life on Instagram, does look very rosy majority of the time. Oh, here's something not rosy. I had a meltdown this morning before I did this podcast. Um, so that's that. Um, it wasn't about work or anything like that. It was about something personal and I had a big fat meltdown. Um, so that's something that's not rosy. Um, but I do want to be able to show you guys that, that, that life isn't rosy all the time. And I think it puts things into perspective and it adds a little bit more of a human element to me. Um, so, you know, that's also on the benefit of my ski accident, right? Like you guys are going to see me in a really, really vulnerable state. Um, so, you know, when you allow yourself to sit with this resistance, 
um, you can move through it. So obviously I will always feel more at home and in flow in New York City, but what the fuck is the point of pushing against it right now? I am, you know, not choosing to change my situation because I want to have this surgery. Notice normally I say to people, you can choose to change your situation, but I am not choosing to change my situation because I right now want to be in Sydney so that I can have the surgery and be done with the pain um, and be able to be where I was beforehand, where I can ski and be free and all that jazz. I, I don't want to be in pain. And so once I allow myself to just surrender to that and go through those motions, then when I, it, it is the right time for me to actually properly up and move to New York, it's going to be the perfect time. And I've ummed and out of this a lot about like, do I move full time? Do I figure out the visa stuff and do it now? Or do I do just like a couple months at a time and go back and forth, back and forth until I feel like super ready? And I've actually come to the conclusion that by doing a little bit of back and forth for a while, it's going to make me actually feel a little more comfortable within myself. And there's definitely that ego, you know, of like, well, you should just up and move. Like, why are you afraid? You blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's not actually me being afraid. It's just like, I feel that there's a little bit of resistance to me fully moving up and moving there. There is a little bit of like, is that the right option right now? And so by being able to just sit with that and be like, okay, well, this is another option for me. And I'm actually really okay with that. I feel like that's serving me best right now. And of course, this is totally like, it depends on the situation that you're in. And this is like a really like surface level situation about New York. Um, but it's something that's been on my mind a bit, that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, the bottom line is when you find resistance, do not fight yourself. Think of the kind of day you want and then tell yourself there's always a way that you can get that. So there's the kind of life that I want without my leg. There is a way that I can get that. And okay, if there is resistance to my surgery, allow yourself to sit in that so I can move. I'm allowing myself to sit in that so I can move through it. And I've I do kinesiology on it, all that jazz to allow myself to move through it because there is no point in pushing against it if I want results that are gonna me gonna require me to have the surgery. Um so that's also just like something that was really important that just came to me. It was super random. Um, also, like don't tie so much emotion to certain situations because you are limiting yourself from experiencing the full depth of the situation. So when you are tying the feeling of like, you know, happiness to not having surgery or, you know, I'll only be happy without antibiotics in my system, then that's going to make it double as hard for you to move through that. So I'm actually not tying any emotion to my surgery. I'm like, it is what it is. Boom, done, moving. I am not allowed. And I was saying this to my mastermind girls last night of like, you know, don't actually let there be a choice for like stress or anger or actually anger is allowed in a healthy way. And we talk about that in my mastermind. I love get, getting rid of anger. Um, don't allow yourself to have the option of stress. You know what I mean? Like just, that's not even an option. It's like, okay, cool. Bye. Like it's not there for you to choose from. If you've got a platter of emotions, don't let stress be one of them. Yes. We want you to allow, I want you to allow to have yourself to have emotional release. So me this morning crying was my emotional release because I could feel the stress coming up and crying was me getting it out, but getting like just having a massive rant wasn't actually going to help my situation at all. It was just going to mean waste more time and make me get more angry. Um, so you know, don't tie so much, so much emotion to certain situations that limit yourself from experiencing the full depth of the situation. Um, also surrender to the process that allows the divine to do an incredible job of piecing it all together. So when you're constantly pushing against something or having the resistance, you are not allowing, you are blocking the divine from doing her job with allowing it to piece together. When you can allow yourself to just sit back and flow and trust the process, you are letting her do the work that she needs to do to bring you to the result that's ultimately going to bring you the most fulfillment. 
Um, and the bottom line is like, we live in a world of polarity. And if there was no resistance to things, how fucking boring would that be? If there was no resistance, if there was no, you know, um, you know, if there was no fab parts of life and sort of quote unquote shitty parts of life, then we wouldn't know what the fab parts fab parts are. And as I say to my clients, I'm like I had a really bad week. I'm like, don't say it's a bad week. You know, you have ebbs and flows. It's just a week where maybe you're a bit more like, you know, you had a bit more extra time in bed and all that sort of stuff. But like, maybe that was actually a recharge week. Like instead of saying that was a shitty week or a shitty day, don't even look at it like it was bad or like one level below it's, you're still on the same playing field. Like it's just the ebbs and flow of life. And how much, how much beauty is there in like allowing yourself to cry, allowing yourself to have a slow day, to have a day where like you're still in your pajamas, AKA me this morning, you know, like it was really, it was like really crap weather this morning. I had a client at 6am and then I was just like super in flow doing work straight after that. I haven't gone for a walk yet or anything. I've done like a little bit of, um, Pilates and stuff at home. And then I've got a Pilates class this afternoon, but like how much, beauty is there in me just being allowing myself to be cozy this morning and flow with it and not having this push of like, well, I got to exercise. I got to walk. Like I'm actually going to allow it to just like flow throughout my day of like, I'm meeting Asti for an Orchi later. And Orchi is like this elixir bar that do all these like fucking epic elixirs, which is like these cacao and turmeric, coconut milk things with adaptogens in them. Um, super high vibe. Um, like I'm going to walk there this hour, but like, how can I actually allow myself to just piece more flow together in my life rather than having so much structure that there becomes resistance. So it's like, where is the balance between a morning routine that you can flow with and that feels good and a morning routine that becomes a chore and there's resistance towards it. Don't allow yourself to have that resistance, allow yourself to flow through that and change what needs to be changed in your morning routine so that there isn't resistance. I kind of went on a random tangent there, but anyway, whatever. Um, so also like the fact that you're experiencing strong resistance to anything, um, means that you are not ready to have the day or the situation that you want. So the fact that I am feeling resistance in some way to move to New York, um, is that like full time is that there is some resistance there and I'm not quite ready for that situation that I want. So let's just sit with that. Like, I don't, even though I've said I'm moving there at the end of the year, like no one's going to die if I don't move there at the end of the year. Like nothing bad is going to happen. And I'm allowing myself to just like have that intention and flow with it and not put this crazy pressure on myself, which causes resistance if I don't fulfill that outcome. There's none of that in my life. Um, also, what I was saying before of like what you resist persists, right? So therefore you need to spend more time working on yourself so that you can move through these blocks. Rather than fight against the resistance, you need to remind yourself of the benefit of adopting a high vibe mental state. What is the benefit of you actually not up and leaving me, actually not up and leaving my whole life to New York right now? What is the benefit of me going back to Melbourne for a month and living at home to do my surgery? What is the benefit of me, you know, I don't know, what's something else? Uh, not going and exercising straight away this morning. Oh, because I was really in flow and I've actually gotten a lot of shit done that's already 11 a.m. Like looking at the benefits of situations and allowing yourself to adopt those high vibe mental states instead of always pushing against those blocks.
Um, plus pushing against those blocks lowers your field of energy. So like we have an aura around us and you can, that aura can be as big or as small as you intend for it to be. And if you are experiencing strong resistance to something, um, then you are going to literally lower your field of energy around you, which will mean that you are less of a magnet for the things you truly want in life. So don't just give your, don't give yourself that choice. Like I was saying, don't give yourself the choice of pushing against the resistance, allow yourself and make the choice to keep yourself in a high vibe state always keep that energetic field around you as big as possible. And if you have a situation where it pushes you down, where you're going into a slightly lower vibe, okay, raise it back up. That is, you are responsible for the way you react to things. You are responsible for your own emotions. You are responsible for your own situations in life and nobody can make you or make you make you do anything or make you feel any way. You are responsible for yourself, how you show up and how your emotions show up. So if you want to raise your vibrational frequency, if you want to be more of an energetic match for things, that is your responsibility to take the action, hire the people, read the books, do whatever the fuck you want to do to get to that state. And if you read the book, you need to take action afterward, afterwards because um, knowledge isn't power, action is power. Um, so I don't know where the fuck I was going with that, but I'm just going to like park that there and you can all just like marinate in that for a second. Um you know, a class, actually classic example of like high vibe sort of states is like, I've been really like peaking the past month. And, um, in terms of like my vibrational frequency and like, I am now pulling cards that are so on point. It's like crazy. So like this morning, right. I had my dance routine or whatever, and I pulled the world and let me read it to you ladies. Sorry, I've got a turtleneck on again. Cause I'm trying to, um, incorporate the New York vibes. I'm wearing the same turtleneck that I was wearing quite a bit in New York. Um, like it's a really beautiful knit jumper and it's like, I'm trying to wear it now because it's a bit chilly and I'm doing anything to keep myself feeling cozy and, uh, winter vibes, love winter. Um, so the world, so the world is what I pulled this morning and it's, this is what it says. The world is the final card in the journey. It signifies completion, harmony, and contentment. It's rare to experience this energy as we are usually consumed by wanting, needing, and achieving. So when this card appears, Contemplate for a moment the idea of quote-unquote being whole. Focus on the image of this card. Close your eyes and envision this radiating energy inside of you. What does it feel like? Where is it located? What blocks you from feeling a sense of wholeness each and every day of your life? And I was just like, fuck. And last night I was pulling cards for me and my friends and all the girls in the mastermind. Yesterday morning I was pulling more cards and they just like, wow, wow, wow. So fucking on point. And that's just like one classic example of like how amazing it is when you increase your energetic vibration um, to attract the things that you want in life, but also like moving through those blocks and moving through that resistance. So you can allow yourself to get the life of your dreams. So like, even if your resistance or your block is like money and spending money and that, and that has a lot of resistance towards you, it's like, right. But do you want a hotel where you're like laying by the pool and having somebody bring you cocktails? Okay. Well then like, let's work through that resistance. Let's sit through that. And let's like unleash and clear that block. Um, and like, I even notice myself sometimes having resistance towards like booking expensive accommodation or whatever, but it's like, bottom line is like, I want a holiday where I am. This is like me in the middle of the year when I'm at Europe. Bottom line is I want a holiday where I'm by myself, chilling by a pool, reading a book, not wanting to do anything, go anywhere, nothing. It's literally, it will be me moving from my bed to the gym, to breakfast, to the pool, back to lunch, back to the pool, back for dinner, maybe do some Pilates that evening 
and go to bed. And then like the place I'm staying at, like you can hire scooters. I might, you know, I set like a farm place. Like it's in the middle. I'm going to Ibiza. It's in the middle of the island. And then you can like ride around. Like I'm going to hire a car. You can do horseback riding. You can do kayaking, snorkeling, yacht trips. I'm like, hell's fucking yes. Um, but like, if I want that life, I've got to move through the resistance of spending the money. Like I sat, I have been tossing and turning about where the fuck to go in Europe. I booked my flights ages ago. And then like, I have not booked any accommodation. It's around the corner. Like everything's booking out. So literally this morning I was like, fuck this. I am just deciding on a place and booking it. So I did. I've decided on the place. I'm fucking doing it. I can't decide where else I'm going in Europe, but I think I've now set on going to Verona and Milan because I've got to be in Lake Como for a wedding. Um, so I'm trying to like kind of not go too far away because like, it's just like annoying having to travel a ton and like transport issues. Um, but it's like the, definitely the resistance there for me was like, it's overwhelm of booking a place, so many decisions. And then it's like, of course, you know, like that I've grown up with a little bit of a scarcity mindset, not in terms of like my family didn't have much. We were very fortunate. I've got an amazing dad that's worked very hard, but more like I've been brought up with the mentality of saving and like saving is very important. But then I've also, I've adopted that belief to be like, don't spend money for the things that you even want. Um, like only spend on like things that you absolutely need. And I've worked through that a lot, but sometimes it can still come up with like large sums of money where it's like, well, I don't need that. Like I don't need a holiday, but then I'm like, actually I kind of fucking do need a holiday to be honest. Like if I want my business to keep growing, I do need a holiday. Um, and, but then of course I allow myself to sit with that and explore it. I'm like, okay, what's coming up? Right. That's the issue. We're just going to park that. That's not okay. like, that's, I don't need that. I don't choose to actually buy into that belief. Right. I'm going to the accommodation and I book it and it's done and like boom and I'm feeling amazing um and like nothing bad's happened I'm fine I'm still alive like it's amazing and I'm excited for it so allowing yourselves to just like sit with it and then move through it so that you actually can keep yourself in a high vibe state and you can have the life of your dreams because at the end of the day if you continue to stop wherever you feel resistance you are going to stay in a fucking hole and never get yourself out so you need to be okay with and being you need to be able to fucking trust yourself to actually move through the resistance when people aren't able to move through the resistance is because they actually don't trust themselves to hold themselves when they fall they're too afraid that they're going to fail or they're going to fall or they're going to be in pain or it's not going to work or it's going to be scary and that they can't hold themselves in those situations. So it's like energetically, you need to be able to fucking hold yourself in those tough times or you won't be able to move through them. Um, also, if you are having resistance towards um, certain things, so for me, I have resistance towards finishing my uni degree. It's actually because you can also survive without them. So I can survive without a five-star holiday. I can survive, my business can survive and thrive without my uni degree. I am surviving and thriving without my uni degree and I my businesses. So that resistance also comes up for me because it's like, it's not a necessity. So I don't need it. Right. And our brain is sort of hardwired to be like, figure, like make sure you are safe and do those things that are really like necessary. Um, so once I realized that as well, my friend actually said, the reason why you have so much resistance to doing uni was because you can survive without it. And I was like, boom, that like dropped the mic. I was like, that's exactly it. So, um, because I have resistance to finishing my uni degree this year, because my life and business is thriving without it, I have to have another motive. So for example, my parents will kill me if I don't have a bachelor. And deep down, I do want a bachelor. So I need to change my vibration around it and be in a high vibe state when doing work and also hire the 
people that can help me like tutors and coaches, like hire those people that can help me move through the resistance, support me, and also um, make sure that it's not lowering my vibration. So spending $100 getting a a tutor once a week is actually going to save me time and energy because I'm not going to be sitting reading an assignment over and over and over again and being like, I have no idea what this biomed thing wants me to do. I'm so confused. So um, biochem, not biomed. I think I would die if I was doing biomed. Um, I'm not amazing at chemistry. Does everybody get that? Um, I hope I'm asking you a question, but like we're not on Instagram live. Um, anyway, so I just was like talking to my client yesterday, um, about resistance and about like moving through that and whatever. And I was like talking to her about Sydney and I was like, wow, I really need to do a podcast on this. So I hope this helps. Basically, I want to talk, basically what I'm just going to sum up is like, you will have resistance in every area of your life. Like that's the bottom line. There's going to be resistance that comes up, but like notice the pattern of the resistance and allow yourself to sit through that. Because as soon as you push back on the resistance, it will keep pushing back on you until you have no other choice, but to surrender. So if you can fully surrender and allow yourself to move through it and see the beauty of those moments, you know, of like being back in Sydney or having a surgery or whatever, like see the beauty in those moments and, and see the growth that you get to experience in those moments. And then you can allow yourself to move through them with grace and ease in a really feminine way. You don't need to hustle. You don't need to push back. You can flow through it. Um, so that is really key. And it's really, really key in your business when resistance comes up, when hardship comes up, the more you fight back, the more it's going to fight back to you. And that's like one of actually the key things that I'm going to be exploring with the girls in the Badass Bitches Academy is this whole idea of resistance, even resistance towards like sales or calling in clients or, you know, receiving money and asking for money and all that jazz. Like there can be a lot of resistance towards that. And we need to be able to get you to sit in that resistance and move through it and clear those blockages so that you can be free. So you can show up fully on a sales call. So you can nail the sales call, but not from a place of like you need money, but from a place of like, I'm so embodied in the value that I offer to my clients that I have no, that I don't want there to be another choice. Like this chick needs, if it's the right, if it's in alignment, she fucking needs me. Like she needs me. There's no other option. And it's not because of money. It's literally because the way that I could change that woman's life is exponential and the money is the byproduct. Um, I don't know where the fuck I was going with this. I go into so many random tangents. That's what happens when you just like get the downloads. Um, anyway, so I'm working through a lot with that in, I'm going to be working through that in the Academy. And if, oh, if you haven't gotten, um, on board with the Academy and stuff, I was mapping out my launch plan and I don't think I'm going to be doing another one this year, um, because my year is manic. So if you are sitting on the fence and you are thinking about doing the Badass Bitches Academy, make sure you click the link in the description, book in a discovery call because we start end of March. So basically you've got like one week since for when this podcast episode goes out. Um, and if, if you, if you can't find any availability for a discovery call, just send me a DM or an email and I'll um, fit you in earlier. Um, it might just be like a 6am call or something like that. Um, anyway, I hope you guys got a lot out of today about resistance. Shoot me questions via Instagram DM. I love it. How many of you are shooting me questions because it gives me more things to jiff on and talk about. Um, but yeah, have an incredible day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Well, thank you again for tuning in and listening to my podcast. I hope that you got lots of nuggets out of today's show. Uh, Please, 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 I would be really grateful if you could leave me a review so that more women can find the podcast and therefore I can help more women understand their period and fix their period problems. Because after all, it's a much nicer life to live when we actually love our cycle because we do have to um, keep up with it every single month. 
also if you have any friends or loved ones that you think will enjoy my podcast I'd be super grateful if you could send it to them as well just to share the love and that's it for now so I will catch you on the flip side have an amazing day or night wherever you are